Alrighty. So everyone, uh, this is the Sober Minded Podcast. Uh, I'm Joshua Bruce. I'm Chase Bailey. And uh, yeah, this is our first go with it. So bear with us as we <laughs> figure this out. But um, yeah, I actually, I kind of had written down a little bit of a mission on what we're trying to accomplish with this. And don't worry, he shared it with me, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a joint joint effort. Um, so our mission is to engage in fellowship as we discuss and study how God calls us to approach cultural topics relevant to young Christian men. So uh, we both love podcasts. Um, it's a really good medium, especially for guys that are uh, working and doing monotonous tasks right. to engage your mind and uh there's not much out there for right. young christian men so we thought we'd uh try to try to get in on it and uh have an outreach yep so i had been thinking about just doing a podcast for a while and uh i i started listening to one of them and uh it just gave me the idea i'm like well realistically it wouldn't be that hard to do so i just hit him up and he's like Oh, I've been thinking about it for a while, too. And uh, that kind of just transpired into what we're doing right now. Um, for the most part, we're we're just Christian men just trying to put it out there for other Christian men. Yeah. And uh, we don't we don't have it all figured out. We're in our <laughs> our uh, early 20s. Yep. Um, so this isn't a um, older wisdom. This is yep. us um, trying to figure out how to approach life. And, uh, yeah, just the, the relevant trials we go through every day, um, geared towards young men, but, uh, but anyone who wants to listen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've kind of gone over a few things. Uh, like for me personally, I just started getting back into church. Um, I had taken like a year or so hiatus, uh, not necessarily from my Christianity or my relationship with God, but just from going to a church, uh, to the actual building. And, uh, I, I think it will hold me a little more accountable. And I said, I said to him, actually, it'd be good for me just for the fact that I have to stay in my Bible now, you know? Yeah. And a hundred percent for me too. Uh, that's kind of how we're trying to approach it is, right. um, it's us holding each other accountable and, uh, having topics for us to right. research and uh, come together with and uh, just put that out there for other people who want to join in as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a Bible verse uh, that the actual name for this came from. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny because it was my first time going back to church and he had that idea. It came from that Bible verse and I was like, yeah, I heard that too. That sounds like a great idea. So, yeah, I'm gonna let him read it. So it's First uh, Peter five. Um, I might just read the whole chapter. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. So, uh, yeah. Therefore, I exhort the elders among you, as your fellow le- elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ, and a partaker also of the glory that is to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion but voluntarily, according to the will of God, and not for sordid gain, but with eagerness, uh, nor yet as lording it over those allotted to your charge, 
but proving to be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. You younger men likewise be subject to your elders, and all of you clothe yourselves with humility towards one another, for God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Be of sober spirit, or sober mind, depending on the <laughs> translation. Uh, be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. Uh, yeah, we'll end it there. So, so yeah, that kind of sums up what we're trying to do. Um, yeah. As men, especially in uh, the Western world, and well, specifically America, it yeah. gets real easy to fall into the routine of, the day-to-day, I'm just showing up to work, yep. um, I'm just working, I'm coming home, and just day after day, and not not keeping in mind what the greater plan is. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I kind of found myself falling into that trap, kind of, I call it a trap just just because, realistically, when, when you stop thinking and just start doing, uh, it's more of just a trap on your mind, just... Yeah, I'm going to wake up, go make money for a company, come back home, you know, maybe enjoy some time with my family and then I, that's it. Uh and then I found myself doing that and then being so exhausted on the weekends and being, oh, well, I worked all week so I don't want to do anything. You know, that kind of deal. Yeah, and uh and when we're not keeping ourselves sharp in the Bible um and sharp as men, you know, you're doing yourself a detriment and your family. Right. Um, and like it says, uh, like the devil's out there. Um, you got to be ready, you know? Right. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was a big pull for me, uh, especially being a Christian at the job site. It's actually really hard for me to keep people in line, if, if that makes sense. It's not like... A, not like I, I'm a better than you kind of person, but it's like, hey, man, we don't need to be talking like that around maybe people that don't need to hear it. Uh, especially for me, I, I don't enjoy hearing stuff that's like detriment to other people's faith or whatever they believe. Uh, and obviously you have the worksite banner, but there's some things I'm like, oh, that just kind of crossed the line. <laughs> yeah, it's trying to trying to be part of the crew, but also holding yourself to a standard yep yep and as a man i feel like that's kind of a little bit what we're what we're called to is you need to hold yourself to that standard because if you don't then what's the point you know yeah yeah especially as christian as christian men we're called to that we're called to strive after god's character yep yep uh being made in the image certainly is a really high standard and obviously none of us uphold that perfectly but uh one could try yeah yeah definitely so uh 
I think the way we're going to structure this episode, um, we're just going to make introductions because uh, not everyone will know who we are or our backstory. So we'll just do our testimonies. Uh, Chase, yeah. if you wanted to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for many that do know me, uh, they've been around me and they know a lot about me. Uh, but for the main reason for doing this podcast is for one, I needed to get back into the into the Bible. I had been kind of astray uh, for, man, like a couple years now. Um, but my dad was a, a pastor at a church, so I was always around it. I was always a part of it. I'd always been made fun of for it. Uh, I always had issues kind of with being a Christian just for that reason because I always got made fun of for it. I never never wavered in my faith, I would say, but it was more of like, oh, I don't like putting the label on myself because I don't want people to know. But this this whole deal is kind of for me to come out and be like, oh, I, it's just it's just another label. I follow Christ, <laughs> you know? Um, so uh, I'm also very uh, introvert that's been made an extrovert uh, just because of that reason. I was more of like, I was always put myself out there, but then let down by people of the world, if that if that makes any sense. Um, and that was just basically from my childhood. I've always kind of held people to a high standard. And then when that standard doesn't get met, it kind of wrecks my world if in a way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've always, always been around it. Um, here recently, there's been a lot of things going on in just in the world and in my life personally that I'm like, well, I need to get with myself and start evaluating some things. Um, but yeah, I, I always had a hard time in middle school with it. Always had a hard time in high school, uh, especially with it. Um, but now growing up, I'm an electrician. Uh, so is he. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should have mentioned that earlier. Yeah, we we're both, we're both in it. the same career <laughs> path, too. <laughs> so we both, when we're talking about electrical, we both kind of, like, we know a little bit of what we're talking about, which is good. Um, but yeah, for me, I I was, I grew up as the pastor's child. I use that term all the time, but that's what, that's essentially what I got made for, or made of. Um, and it's honestly... Looking back on it, it was kind of the stupidest thing I honestly could have ever worried about. But now, you know, going through that, I know that I, I can have that unwavering faith because I've already been through something with Christ that was really hard on a kid as a as a high schooler. And so it makes it that much more easier. Obviously, there's going to be things that are just not as easy. Um, I mean, like being a single guy, I've always been for the most part, pretty single. <laughs> I mean, for a couple months at a time. But, uh, and, and obviously, you know, I'm still, I'm, a tw I'm 21 and I'm still in the house. That's, that's a harder thing to deal with. Obviously, I have parents that are open to helping me. Um, so I'm very grateful for that opportunity. But it is one of those things that puts a stress on you. It's like, well, I'm 21 and I, d I don't have enough time, you know, Oh, I'm losing time to get out of the house. It's just one of those things you kind of have to step back and you're like, okay, well, hold on. <laughs> you're 21. You're doing what you can do within your own control. 
Now just let God take it. Yeah, and if I can just add to that, yeah, you're 21 living with your parents, but you're on a strong career path where right. there may be someone who's 21 and has their own place, but they're at some dead-end job yep. that won't yeah. have that level of advancement right, that you'll right. have for your future family. Yeah. So, But yeah, it's that same thing. I experienced that too. Yep. Um, I think most of us do. I think it's, at least in America, we have there's such a strong careerism push where um, it's all about your career. And if, if you're not keeping up, you're falling behind. Yep. And, yeah. um, that's actually a big part of why we wanted to get on here and talk about that is to, to counter that or, you know, acknowledge that there is 100% benefit. You right. need to be working. Yep. You need to be, you need to be providing, but yep. what is our, what is our meaning? Our yeah. meaning is not to, succeed succeed make as much money as we can yeah you know it's keeping in mind every day okay why am i doing this what is this all for um and yeah it's all that trap that i was uh kind of getting into i mean yeah it was i was finding myself like questioning every day oh why am i getting up oh i'm going to this stupid job that oh i get made fun of for doing it and it was like well you know you kind of just have to deal with it <laughs> uh, and and put it in God's hands. That's what I had to do. Uh, and I've been, I would like to say that I've been in way higher spirits since. I'm like, well, you know, why, why, why am I worrying about this? It's not anything I need to, <laughs> need to worry about at all. <laughs> it's more of just, okay, well, I'm doing it and if something comes up where I can glorify him, oh, cool. That's an opportunity. Um, and I'm sure there's a hundred percent a reason why I'm going and getting up every day to be there. And in all honesty, there, there definitely is. I mean, God doesn't do stuff for no reason. So, you know, yeah, it just, it's one of those things. Well, anyways, uh, I mean, that was kind of most for the most part, like how I grew up, like how I dealt with things as a Christian. Uh, and I mean, obviously there's still things that are going to come up and still going to probably reshow themselves. Um, but for the most part, that's kind of where I come from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my, my story starts out a lot like yours where Mm -hmm. I was raised in a Christian home Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, going to church and Sunday school and, uh, singing all the songs in Sunday yep, school. Yep. I knew all the words and everything. But uh, as a kid, it was just uh, going through the motions. It was just something we did. And it was actually uh, when I was in eighth grade, when I started to actually start to wonder, okay, why am I doing this? Right. What's what's the purpose of it? Um, and I went on this whole, this whole deal of I was doing my own research on uh, the apologetic side. Mm-hmm. And which there is value in, right. but um, looking into the scientific is doesn't make sense and everything. Right. And I was on that journey, and it was actually uh, up at Camp Furcroft, uh, a Christian camp on the coast that mm. I grew up grew up going to. Uh, played a huge part in my life. Yeah, it was at a, a worship night up there, hmm. and it was I could tangibly feel the Holy Spirit, and right. it was at that point where it became my own my own Your faith own yeah. because it wasn't. It was it, it all fit together where it, 
it isn't just the data. Yeah. And I think that's a another trap that mm-hmm. modern Christians fall into. Oh, yeah. Is absolutely. the is the trying to back it with science and everything, which right. that makes sense. But you have to acknowledge the spiritual side of mm-hmm. it, which I think gets pushed gets pushed to the side. Um, but yeah, so that was how I came came to know God for my own. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, I went to college for a year at a Christian university. I was uh, wanting to uh, do some kind of ministry. That's always been on my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was doing that for a year, and while I was there. I could feel God pulling me in a different direction because yeah. I want to do ministry. But uh, if I can just be brutally honest, there are some <laughs> people in that in that yeah. sphere yeah. that the showiness uh, irks irks me. Yeah. As a, yep. I started doing trade work when I was 16, yep. being around tougher guys right. and uh, that that honesty of the yeah. this is who I am, uh, not trying to put on a face. And it yeah. was being around people who try to put on a face and you see them behind closed doors. Oh, you're, you're not really living this out. You're just going yeah. through the motions. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't like that. And, and also my heart goes out to those rougher people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, uh, I've always grown up with cowboys around me, mechanics around me, uh, people that are into the trades. Like I've always been around it. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the one thing. It's like you always know who that is. Yeah. You could point out anybody like in a store or on the side of the road and you're like that's a cowboy. Yeah. You, you just know. It's yeah. just one of those things. Uh and then it's the same thing. It's you could really and I hate to I hate to call people out for a lot of things, but it's like it's one of those things. It's like I could really tell who's really I I don't want to say this wrong, but in tune with God, if that makes sense. Yeah. You could really tell like, oh, they've had the most troubles, most difficulty. They've had unwavering faith in all of it. And those are the people I want to be around, you know? Yeah. It's not the showboaty. Oh, I'm doing this for my Instagram. And, you know, if God is using you and calling you to do that, more power to you. I just feel for me personally, that's kind of what I've seen in my life is it's more of just, oh, I'm showboating that I'm a Christian, not, oh, I actually want to have a relationship with Christ and be there for people maybe that don't have a relationship. And I think that's where it comes from for me personally in my job and like everything I do. It's like if I have an opportunity, then I'm going to take it. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, through that I kind of realized uh, I would I could feel God pulling me more towards being being a witness through through a trade and through mm-hmm. having holding myself striving to hold myself to a higher standard right. around people who might not be at church, so you might not have that opportunity right. to yeah. to have an impact on their life. Absolutely, yeah, and. Um, so I did a year uh, year at RCC for welding, mm-hmm. and uh, my welding instructors said, uh, "Whatever you do, if you want to weld pipeline, <laughs> say don't get married." And yeah. Then, uh, I met the most uh, most amazing girl, um, and she is now my wife. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so welding wasn't wasn't really on the table, and 
Uh, I was lucky enough. I wasn't luck. God opened so many doors all along the way. It got yeah. me in the electrical apprenticeship and uh, the how everything lined up for me to get in was undoubtedly God working with that, yep. which is such a such a blessing every day mm-hmm. of even when even when it's stressful with school on top of work yep. and it, a lot of hours uh, adds up. It's such a such a calm reminder that okay, like, undoubtedly God helped me yeah. get into this. Right. You know, yep. he, he's with me. Yep. You know, so so yeah, that's a bit of my story. I'm very happily married. Um, uh, Abigail, Abigail Bruce, my Abigail lovely Bruce, wife. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's another aspect of this podcast is I I can approach it from a young Christian husband. Mm-hmm. And Chase has his insights as right. a young Christian single yeah. guy. Um, mostly be just because uh, I really hold myself to high standards and I tend to do that and almost to a fault with my partners as well. And so it's really hard for me to find someone not necessarily, I wouldn't say perfect for me, but um, oh, I don't know. This, 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 uh, this generation has made it really tough for anybody really trying to find a good relationship. And so it's one of those things that if you do find it, hold on to it, grasp it, you know, um, yeah, even with so friends. Yeah. There's yeah. so much narrative around relationships and romantic yep. relationships yep. that is very detrimental. And we'll get into that more at some point. I mean, I'm sure right. we'll talk about it yeah, quite a bit, yeah. but so yeah, the way we're, this is just an introductory episode and after this we'll have kind of topics um, yeah yeah just to go through throughout that that episode or maybe something that happened through the week that we're like okay well let's let's bring that up you know yeah yeah and we're kind of planning on having them structured with uh having our message our topic up front and then on the latter half of the episode just uh hanging out yep talking um this fellowship fellowship is brothers and that's another very important part of life as as christian men yeah you know um, Mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron being there for each other is vital yeah and that kind of go back that goes back to what we were saying it's it'll hold us accountable uh not only as christian men but as friends you know like we'll have to text each other not yeah. just when we want to. <laughs> yeah, which um, life gets very busy. This but, is true. But you can always make a few minutes here or there to right. check in, right? which is something we're all guilty of. Yep. Um, with, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think just taking the time, like even an hour, like what we're doing right now on a Saturday night, um, this will probably be coming out Sunday, Sunday afternoon. But yeah. on a Saturday night, just taking an hour and... Like, okay, we need to commit ourselves to this hour on a Saturday, a weekend. It's an hour out of how many hours during a week, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, it's funny how many things that we can go back and through the week that we could just sit there and look at. And it's like, I could have put more time into that. I should have put more time into that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Optimization of time, especially, yeah. especially with the the time suck of phones. Yep. That's yep. something that I get sucked into and you oh. get that that hourly <laughs> report. It's like, gosh darn it. Yep. And yep. I thought I was doing better than that. Right. 
mine is always uh mine is always this, the the screen time or the Spotify time because I mean Spotify it kind of just happens uh, throughout the week as you're listening to music at at the job site or something, but it's like man we use our phones for so many things, so many things when you look at it and it's like the amount of time I put into say scrolling on TikTok looking at reels. I could be putting in that 30 extra minutes on a project that needed that 30 extra minutes just to be done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a detriment. I mean, I tried, we got rid of social media apps off our phones yep. a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and, uh, and it was nice. I yeah. we need to do it again. Yeah. But, uh, just but having that cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny. The first initial, uh, time, of that, you open up your phone and your reflex goes to that spot. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, uh, it's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I can find something better with my time. Right. Yeah. Well, anyways, getting back onto kind of not necessarily topic, um, but just kind of what what we're trying to do and uphold here. It's we're realistically we're just trying to speak out to um, a lot of what society lacks today, uh, in even in the Christian part of it too. There's yeah. a lot of Christianity that just doesn't get put out of there, out there because people don't believe they, they can. And, uh, well, we had the time and I mean, we have the knowledge to do it. So why don't we do it? That's yeah. kind of where we both came from. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there's so many modern topics that, that we approach and it's, okay, how should we be approaching it? Like, right. you know, for example, the gym. How should we approach the gym? Exactly. You know, yeah. it's super easy to dedicate hours a day um, to, you know, mm-hmm. if you're not careful, it could be a vain goal. Right, yeah. And that's one thing I didn't get into with my, my whole backstory. I am a very avid gym goer, as as people would say. Um Initially, when I started getting into it, um, not necessarily hardcore, but seriously, I I had gone into it for the wrong goals necessarily. Like, oh, well, if I do this, the girls will look at me. Oh, I'll start making money. I'll, you know, and now I've kind of found the switch where it's no, I'm doing this because this is how my body should represent. If I can't put the time into it during the week, then you know, my body's not gonna allow my, allow me to do much. Uh, and it's like, it's just keeping yourself healthy. And for me, that was the way I found on how they're doing it. I mean, there's plenty of people with jobs that they have to be pretty physically, you know, fit for that job. But for me, it's like, oh, well, sometimes there's weeks and I'm not really doing much except for just pulling wire. So it's like, it's an extra add on for me to be, Oh yeah, this is very healthy for me. Hit the gym for an hour. It's very therapeutic. I can go and talk to, talk to guys and feed off of their knowledge. I have a, I have a good buddy that goes to the gym and he's very staunch Christian as well. (laughs) And, uh, we sit there and we could just blabber on and on and on about, Oh, current events or, oh, what God, God has called him to do during that week or maybe a Bible verse that stood out to him last Sunday on at church or something like that. Like kind of how we did with the sober-minded uh, 
just the theme and the uh, the name actually specifically <laughs> yeah yeah and that's a very good example of um having a positive venue right. in that yeah in that and just to clarify i'm not dissing on the gym yeah it's yeah. just making yep. sure we have the right goal in that because it's very good to be fit as long as it doesn't come at the expense of time with your wife yep. or yep. other other priorities in your life right yeah, it, it's just where we, it's with like anything in life, it's just where we come from. Yeah. Uh, if I'm doing it with bad intent, like I was when I first started, then yeah, then it's totally, it's not something I should be doing. Um, but it's definitely something that made me check, check myself. Yeah. 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 And so there's so many topics like this that need to be approached from the from the correct manner and the way yep. a lot of our episodes are going to be structured a lot of it will tie back into what is our meaning as men yep. why are we here because keeping that in mind in your day-to-day is very important in keeping you on track right where where you don't get caught off into the weeds on things that aren't priorities and yep. aren't part yep. of our calling yeah um, so that'll be a theme that will that will keep in mind through this whole through this whole uh, ordeal. Yeah, yeah. Um, just making sure we we're staying on top of ourselves. That that's basically for me. That's the healthiest thing I need to do for myself. Um, and I feel like the podcast will definitely keep that keep that in line because uh, I I think we all are uh, attuned to it, but we don't keep ourselves in check as much as I think we should. No, no, and. And yeah, being in trades and you're around right. you're around a lot of rough people <laughs> yeah, and that's rough you situations have to, have and to deal with. Yeah. And and I'm not claiming to have it all figured out right. by any yep. stretch of the imagination. Yeah. We're just we we strive to do our best. Yep. Strive to be like God. Yeah. Well, um basically how this is whole like we've been going over it, how this is all gonna be structured. Um, we are going to have like a main topic that we always want to hit on top of the head as much as possible. But this is also going to be a podcast just for fellowship. So it's also going to be just like, hey, what's going on throughout your week? You know, yeah. like that kind of deal. Just checking in on each other, especially if if it's a week that we haven't really necessarily had time to do so. Um, just sitting down for an hour and being like, oh, OK, yeah, let's, let's just talk. You know? Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's very good because this is something I've been really bad about yeah. lately is taking time for friends. Yeah. Because like we say, the apprenticeship is uh, kicking the pants. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah uh, definitely. work on top of school for four years. Yep. Um, and it becomes really easy to just say, sorry, man, I don't have time. When in right. reality, if right. you make time, you have the time. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I I just feel I feel like it gets easier. It definitely has to. Yeah. I mean, my brother was dealing with so much stuff going through his four years that man, oh, and if you don't know, my brother is also an electrician. I'm not gonna <laughs> name drop or anything because he probably doesn't he he might not want that out there right now. Um, but yeah, he he uh there's a lot of things that he had to deal with going through his four years. And I just feel like I don't know if it necessarily gets easier, but I think you just find ways of dealing with it better. It's already, I don't know if it's the same for you. I'm sure it is already yeah. at this point, halfway through our first year, or more than halfway already. Yeah, we're, Gosh we're, darn. yeah. 
yeah, it's it's already falling into that routine. It's yeah. already quite yeah. a bit easier than it was in the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Oh, shoot, yeah. I need to do homework. Yeah. And then I have school all day. Yep. And then I have work. And But uh, at least I love routine. I'm, yeah. I'm driven by routine. Right. My wife yeah. can attest. I like to set my alarm clock in the morning so I get a full hour, yep. drink coffee, pray, um, read my Bible, um, just starting my day off like that, right? Uh, it sets me off on the right leg. And uh, I've been what I've been doing is implementing a more set sleep schedule on the weekends. Yeah, because um, what I would do is, you know, you're working ten hours a day in the week, um, trying to get your sleep during the week, but yeah. uh, weekend comes and I would just <laughs> sleep. Yep, and then I'd just be groggy all day long. Yeah. But um, what I was looking into was how to optimize your your energy level. Right. And by maintaining, staying within a few hours mm-hmm. of your sleep schedule, even through the weekends, yeah. optimizes your energy on the weekday right. or weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed a significant difference. Yeah. And I still kind of struggle with that. Like, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I, I kind of have a... I'm still like, oh, yeah, if I get like one or two extra hours of sleep than I usually do, then I'm like, oh, cool, then I'll have more sleep. But then it usually ends up to, oh, three more hours. Oh, yeah. now it's four more hours. You know, it's like now I'm getting nine or ten hours of sleep when I don't necessarily need it. Um, and so that's like my biggest issue uh, right now currently that I'm trying to deal with. Uh, like, And I, d- I don't know because it's... I fall asleep at the right times. It's I'm not exerting myself too cr- crazy, but then I go and sleep for ten hours. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually just talked to um, a healthcare professional that I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. About about optimizing sleep, you know, and told her what I had uh-huh. what I had come up with, and she explained that the way your body works with that is so say you're getting eight hours of sleep through the week and that's your that's uh-huh. your sleep schedule once on the weekend if you're sleeping for like 11 hours yeah you're going you go past and your body is like oh we're in a separate sleep cycle yeah so you might get those 12 hours or 10 hours or whatever right. but your body is tired because it's only registering that second sleep cycle yeah where you got two hours in that cycle right which is yeah. pretty interesting but it makes sense eh? i mean it, yeah i mean that definitely lines up with like at least with that line of thinking it, it's your body it's funny because our bodies are made so intricately that yeah. it's like even the little slightest thing can mess us up or even like the worst biggest thing is like oh no big deal yeah. <laughs> you know it's like it's funny what little things can do to us, but it's also funny what big things are like no big deal to us. Like, I mean, for my dad example, uh, he's what, 53 years old and he still, he pretty much works like an ox. I mean, to, to this day, (laughs) it's kind of ridiculous actually to see some of the stuff he can do, but then it's like, little things like his vision, you know, just deteriorated over time. And that's just how it, how it goes, just how things are. Um, so, I mean, it's like the natural human order. That's how it happens. But it's just funny that like when you go through and think about things like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's something that has always interested me is the, uh, you know, trying to optimize your your body's performance. Yeah. 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 And, 
I think that's partially why the gym's such a good uh, a good thing is because you realistically that's should be the main goal you're going there for is to basically to make yourself stronger. Uh, that's that's it. That's I mean, there's obviously things that stem off of that, like powerlifting and stuff, all the other all the other things that you could be doing. But realistically, you're just making yourself stronger. Um, yeah. Optimizing how you can benefit those around you. Right. By the more the more fit you are, the more ready you are for whatever comes your way. Right. Yeah. And obviously there's it's so broken nowadays. But and I don't want to talk down on any of those people. A lot of them are my friends. But it's like some of them are in the goal for looking good. And it's like, well, then at that point, it's like you got to think about it. What are you what are you necessarily going there to do? Are you trying to feed an ego or are you actually just doing it just to do it? Me personally, I feel like that's more of a feeding ego kind of thing. But, you know, it couldn't be. (laughs) You know, it's you just have to know the person. Also, there's people that are the most amazing people there that I enjoy seeing every single day. And then there's people like, I rather not talk to them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It comes back to, I mean, like anything, it's how you're, how you're approaching it. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of the main, main place in my life that I try to deal with is how do I approach the situation as it sits? Can I change it? If not, it's in God's hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we can take that. Like whenever I start getting frustrated, if I'm, you know, the the DC circuit simulator is <laughs> crashing over yeah. and over is, and you start to get frustrated. It's like, okay, like keep in mind, like, what am I doing this for? You know, right. the stability yeah. for someday Abby and I's kids and for Abigail, you yeah. know, yeah. that means a lot to me and keeping that in mind is what, you know, it really helps you stay level-headed. Yeah. Yep. When you can, you know, uh, you can get a little frustrated. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely. N- also, have you noticed? So my phone hasn't been going off all day. And then, of course, <laughs> the one time I'm like, okay, I need to sit down and do something professional and be serious about it. And it just, like, four or five times throughout this whole thing you know that's of course that's how it goes you know? yeah i was gonna <laughs> so just so everyone knows this is actually an intervention chase yeah uh, yeah we you got a problem though. yeah i know i need to delete <laughs> all my social media apps again oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um there's a lot of stuff that I, I just personally feel like there's things that everyone has to work on yeah but, yeah, absolutely. No one has it figured out. Right. Um, something something we're probably going to end up doing is having uh, strong Christian men from our lives that have yeah. made an impact yeah. and having them on and their their thoughts and um, that community, you know. Yeah, that's it's so we've had such a breaking down of the family unit, mm-hmm. the you know, the Christian unit, yep. even yep. even just uh, like community units. It's been right. It's been tough on that in this modern era, and we need to bring that back. There's a stability and and a um, just a sharpening that comes from yep. that. Yep. And when we all just get isolated, it's it's detrimental. <laughs> and we're yeah. starting to see those effects. Well, we've been seeing those effects on oh, society. For a while, yeah. And 
And again, we're not trying to say we have it all figured out, but nope, but we've had we've had good mentors in our lives Absolutely. that have that have uh, helped us along our way, and we'd like to you know give our thoughts and wisdom to other people. Yeah, and mostly, I mean, like for this podcast, it's just it's just growing with other people too. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're we're young men <laughs> for a reason. Uh, we're meant to figure things out and. I mean, we're not always going to get it correct. That's how you learn. And, you know, we have people that can attest to that in our families and in our lives, too. So, yeah, something something that uh, this is a little bit of a topic shift, but something I wanted to run by you that I was thinking about the other day um, on some podcasts. I think it was Rogan. Mm-hmm. Um he kept saying, like, it's so interesting how humanity seems to be constantly striving to achieve more and more technological advances for no apparent reason. Right. And yeah. it seemed to be baffling. But but when I stopped and thought about it, it's, it seems to fit into the model of, as as men, as people, God called us to go into the world and subdue it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And be stewards of that. And that I think that's the driving force. That's why right. we don't just sit down and not try to make things better. That's part of our our calling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And obviously, like, nothing's ever going to be done correctly in in that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, nothing <laughs> nothing would be worth doing if, if we didn't have a reason for it. Um, and like you're saying from J- probably Joe Rogan. I think so, but, yeah. But uh, he was saying probably, like, why? well, why is there any is there any reason to any of this? <laughs> and realistically, when you think about it, well, there could be, there could not be. I mean, but God's still allowing it. Yeah. You well, know. and as Christians, we should be, we should be taking more of a stand in that culture yeah. to, to make it a good thing. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, the whole, and this could be a whole topic that we could talk on later too. But the whole uh, green energy and electric car and and don't get me wrong, I I think it's good for us to to want to move to something that could help in the environment. But just as it sits, I don't know how necessarily how we could do it, you know. Uh, and like I said, that could be a whole topic. Um, but that's like one of the major cultural shifts and pushes right now is trying to get rid of gasoline and get rid of those vehicles um for for some reasons <laughs> yeah and it and it's one of the things where we have to keep in mind at least yeah we ought to keep in mind is that a lot of people on the other side of our views they are, they don't have malicious intent they have good intent right but they may have come to a conclusion that I wouldn't have come to and how do we get past that is through discourse yep, it's through absolutely. through good discourse um and i think i think that's what i know that's what um what's been lost that's caused such a turbulent culture oh, is yeah. the yeah the loss of you know you're not the enemy because you have a different opinion than me yeah and that's the one thing it's yeah exactly <laughs> uh we we go into like conversating with people and I actually it's pretty funny that you bring that up because uh, I watched the video yesterday um it was a, a whole study group where they happened to bring 
I think it was three atheists and three uh, Christians into the same room and had them speak about topics. And it's really funny to see, you know, six people that typically people would make out to be like enemies, quote unquote, um, to see them be able to have a genuine conversation about something, give both of their inputs, and then they're still very nice to each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's never it. hostile. Yeah, no. Um, it's it's beneficial. Because even, so like the other day at work, um, I got in a discussion, you could call it, it was a debate with, uh, with another coworker that I respect. Yeah. And we had very differing opinions and we both presented our cases. Um, and we didn't change each other's mind on the topic, but it stayed civil. And we both did find common ground. Right. And that was yeah. the important part is to focus on that common ground as opposed to focusing on the the differences. Right. And that's all we get stuck on. Yeah. And yeah, I think we do actually end up getting stuck on the differences between like everything that we do in life, uh, especially with thoughts and processes like. Yeah, I could I could have a different way of doing something than you can, and you could still be okay with it, and I could still be okay with the way you do it. You know, yeah. Uh, and it's just it's funny when people get super irritated about that. Actually, I think we're tr- they're trying to push us to stop being that way, stop being civil. Yeah, um, I forget I forget where I heard this. I didn't come up with this, but I heard it a while ago. They were talking about the etymology. You know, the words that we use. Right. Um, and specifically with, with like arguments. Yeah. So say, yeah. we say, I got in a fight with my wife. Yeah. And it, when you use those terms, it puts you both against each other. Yep. Whereas that's not how it should be. It should be my wife and I, we have two different opinions on this. Yep. The enemy is, you know, it's not even the enemy. It's just the problem. What's the problem? The right. problem is getting over this disagreement, finding yep. the common ground. And when you make the problem what we're striving towards instead of bringing the other one down yeah that that just mental shift it puts you on the same team it builds unity between the two of you right and and it helps you achieve that solution yeah finding that common ground well and it's it's a more fair solution too it's not yeah it's not a solution where it's like okay i'll go with it because it'll make him happy or vice versa you know yes it's more of oh we both worked on that to get a good solution for both of us. Yeah. And a good solution that falls maybe under God's eyes or maybe, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that. And, uh, that does make sense. I, I mean, going into things like that really helps change your perspective on a lot of issues and a lot of maybe problems you've been dealing with too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting thought. Just the words that we use. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Interesting stuff to think about. But yeah. Well, you got anything else throughout this week that you've been dealing with or maybe that came up in your mind that you've uh, been wanting to share or been dealing or need to get it off your chest maybe? Well, something I told it. We just hung out last night up at, up at his parents' place. Um, we got this lovely wood stove from his dad. Heck yeah. So it makes <laughs> it a little bit more bearable to be yep. out in the shop. Yeah. Or a lot more bearable, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, something just that makes me appreciate the opportunity we have through this apprenticeship. Uh, Abby and I went to Bandon, where I grew up, 
um, the other day. Uh, it was on Christmas break, um, and just seeing seeing someone working in in a store that started working there when we were 16 years old and still stuck there. Right. And and it really made me more appreciative yeah. of we yeah. have such an awesome opportunity oh, absolutely. To, to pursue this career that yeah. is there's always going to be a demand it's always evolving yep. it'll keep us on our on our mental toes yep um yeah it's just keeping keeping that in mind cuz there are a lot of journeymen who become very bitter and yeah. and yeah. you know and you got to say but you can appreciate your opportunity right yeah. like just you look at all these Look at these dudes outside shivering, and we're <laughs> yeah. in here. You know, we're running, running MC in in a climate control building. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. making good wages. Putting putting an outlet into a box, <laughs> making thirty two dollars an hour, dude. Come on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it's like we've always been, like we've been saying. It's putting everything into its own perspective. You really just it could be worse. Yeah. I that's the one main thing. Um, actually, shout out to my mom specifically for this she's always been a main culprit of saying it could be worse yeah and that i mean without that being ingrained into my mind for so long realistically there's a lot of things that i don't think would be a be as easy getting through um just for the main reasons like well yeah it could be worse <laughs> yeah yeah, and it helps you focus on what you have as opposed to as yeah. opposed to what you don't have. Exactly. And yeah. that's a big part of what should be our daily routine is thanking God. For, yeah. And we, we have a good, especially especially in America. Oh. Where what is it? Land of the free, man. No. <laughs> don't don't quote me on this, but I believe if you make over thirty K a year, you're living in the top one percent of humanity throughout history. In luxury. In like on our wages, on our first year wages, we're living in the top 1% of yeah. humanity yeah. Um, in all of history, which is wild. And we take that for granted as oh. we look forward to the <laughs> next thing, yeah. which again, it's good to look forward to the next thing. Keep striving as long as it doesn't make you lose sight of what you have. Right. It doesn't make you blind to everything that's already there. Um, and that actually, you know, it's funny because that comes up in a lot of relationships. It's like, well... He needs to maybe like a conversation comes up. Oh, well, he needs to look at what he already has or this and that. And it's like, yes, but also you guys need to progress your guys's relationship. You know, there's things that aren't going to stay the same, but there's things that should stay the same. Your love for each other, your compassion for each other, things like that obviously should stay the same. But. You know, sometimes the way those things happen do change. Um, I've seen that within my mom and dad recently. You know, the way that they spend time with each other or the way that they find joy is completely different now than from when I was like maybe what, 12 or 13. Yeah. Just I mean, it just happens. And so they kind of have to embrace each other with that with that mindset like, oh, well, this is what they want to do for their time, you know. And good for them, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going to go do what I want for my time. Yeah, I, I see your point. Um, if I can, if I can say, I think you would agree with me that at least in marriage, your love for each, 
for each other should also be evolving. And yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah. I I mean, obviously it gets deeper and yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, you know, the whole reason that you guys fell in love should be the st- the standing ground when it comes to anything. Um, yeah, I, I think I think also, excuse me, um, <laughs> keeping that in mind, especially in marriage, it becomes very easy to become just complacent, and it right. falls into that same that same category of work yep. where it's a, I get home from work, she makes dinner, yep, we maybe watch an episode of a show, and we go to bed, and that complacency you don't just you know you don't just stay in the same place in your marriage you're either yep. growing closer together or further apart yep. and that's something that's so important is to keep in mind i should be actively pursuing my wife right yep and yep. and I'll, i'm not the best at that yeah i mean yeah. it at all i'm i'm a new husband it's it's very hard at the end of the day yeah you know you're tired all i want to do <laughs> especially my tendencies i just want to come home and if i have some energy yep. you know do some forging with the podcast on and not really talk <laughs> or, but but that doesn't help my wife and yep. i don't i don't do that right every time but that's something that i need to be reminding myself of she hasn't seen me all day i need to be pursuing her yeah because yep. It gets really easy to say, well, I just worked all day to provide for you. Well, yes, that's half of what she needs. But she also needs you to provide that love and that emotional support as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. that gets overlooked from the masculine side. Oh, yeah. Because it's a lot easier for dudes to be slinging hammers all day and, you know, slinging wire. Right. Because it's more manly than, so how was your day, honey? Yeah. You know, but, but that is just as important in a marriage. Um, just as important as a man. Yeah. I think, no, I could be wrong. I think it's more important, actually, the emotional supportive side for your wife, as long as you're providing, you know? Yeah. 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 I see where you come from. Uh, I, I mean, like as a single guy, obviously I strive, uh, to find the good relationship. Uh, and sometimes that doesn't turn out. But I see what you're going for with that. Um, Yeah, no, definitely. It's more of not necessarily a um, a humanistic intimacy. It's more of a a growing together spiritual intimacy between you two. Yeah. Um, And honestly, if you look at it, God kind of made it that way. We're not necessarily we're complete as human beings, but as a spirit and as as a as somebody in God's eyes we're not necessarily complete um until we have that relationship yeah that's uh, what i mean god made adam and it, his life was incomplete without eve yeah absolutely you know you need that companion um and for well obviously for some it takes longer than the others <laughs> yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with that yep. i mean you know you're you're moving in the right direction absolutely that's you know, these made up timelines that we deal with. Yeah. And I fall so freaking short to them all the time. But then I got to realize, oh, I'm just putting God hand, God hands. He's got it. Yeah. And it's also, I believe I can attribute this to Rick Boya. I think this was in one of his sermons mm-hmm. years ago. But it was, you know, you look at runners on a track. They're running the same race, but they're starting out staggered because... Yep. 
they aren't all running in the same lane. Yep. You know? Yep. So if you're if you're starting out here or if you're anywhere on the track, you know, you can look, that person's behind me, but once you go around that bend, yep. things are shifting. Yep. You know? And it's it's just keeping that in mind, which yep. gets very difficult. I fall into this all the time. Yeah. Is comparing yourself to, man, I should be further along, you know, right. I uh I would have more in savings and, yeah. you know, when, when in reality, I, I'm work, moving forward, yep. I'm providing for my wife, being there for my wife and we have, we have enough, you yeah. know, yeah. we're moving in the right direction. Sweet. We're, we're striving after God trying, trying our best. And, you know, a lot of it's just for show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and to put that in perspective, I'm not using the oh just put it into god's hands as a as an excuse to be like oh i don't have to worry about it anymore no it's more of a well i know he's got me i'm going to still go out necessarily and, and try like go out try to find somebody that maybe i'm compatible with i'm still going to do those things but i can't be so oh well that didn't work out darn you know if that makes sense, it's more of a yes, God's got it, but He's also called me to 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 action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and look at the Bible. That theme of God, God's heart is to work with us. Yep. You look at the Bible. There's a couple rare instances of God just intervening and yep. doing this. Right. And ninety nine percent of that giant book is him working with Moses, <laughs> him working yeah. with David, you know, working with all right. these people. Yep. And, it, and it falls back into, you know, uh, why did God make us if he just wanted to do everything, you know, yep. it, out of, yep. it was out of that love for us and yeah. that, that working with us, you know, that's a, that's a high calling. And <laughs> it's something that we kind of take for granted all the time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and for me personally, I, I feel like it's a, it's one of those things. It's like, well, it wouldn't be a true relationship if it wasn't both of us trying, you know? Yeah. Like the same thing with like having a girlfriend or having a boyfriend. Like it, it's not necessarily a true relationship. It's more of a, oh, it's, it's me just hanging on to somebody. If you both aren't giving it a hundred percent at all times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like my marriage, well, Abby and I are very similar and we get, we get along very well, which yeah. is such a blessing, but we are not the exact same person. Right. And, you know, it's that working together. That's what, that's what makes a marriage so, so beautiful. And so, yep. you know, when you find that common ground yep. and you're, you're together, it's, if God just made us as robots or, you know, just automatons or whatever you know yeah. you miss out on that key element of we love him as well yep you know yeah and i and i i feel like that's the reason that we have a lot of the uh the say and the the things that we can do is because god made us that way if he just if he wanted us to be complacent in everything he would have made us monkeys yeah <laughs> you yeah. know yeah yeah it's a it's a blessing um yeah. Well, just so everyone uh, can appreciate, if you're wondering what that giant log is in front of Chase, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a stand for his mic, so it's we have we have three sections of log stacked on each other. 
seems to be working, uh, I'd say, decently well. Oh, yeah, it does the job. <laughs> it's what we call top tier around here. Hey, if anything, it just makes it more unique. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> utilitarian. <laughs> we made do with what we had. Yeah, I actually brought up the idea. We'll just have to make our own stuff, and I, I think that would be great. Just, just keep it unique, keep it original, our yeah. own. Yeah, I mean, and again, that falls back into using that creative side of our humanity yeah. and our masculinity. Yeah. You know, gets a lot of guys can just fall into the trap of just spending all your free time on video games. Yeah, that could be yep. a whole topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, and you're not exercising, you're not bringing something good into the world. Not to discredit video games, there is right. a time and yeah. place for that for that um, release and mm-hmm. stuff, but there is something there is something so good about physically taking something, like take forging. Right. You're taking a piece of metal and yeah. you're beating it into a beautiful <laughs> shape. Yeah. Or a semi beautiful shape. Yeah. <laughs> depending yeah. on your skill level. Somewhat straight bearded axe a shape. Moderately. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. In Using that creativity, you know, that's yeah. that's a big part of what God made us with. And yeah. we, yep. we kind of take it for granted and we can squander it. Yeah. And I, I think this uh, this podcast definitely will help on both of the fronts with that, too. Um, I'm more of the technological, like, kind of guy. And Josh is more of the, uh, well, knowledgeable and the uh, let's just get it done kind of guy. So <laughs> it's... it's uh, I think it's a beautiful balance of yeah. friendship. <laughs> I can definitely appreciate Chase's uh, technical prowess because <laughs> that is where I'm lacking. I don't, I don't know all the <laughs> stuff. Well, um, I, I think we've had a pretty good conversation in this podcast. I think so. Did we even set a timer? No. Did I no. Have I, I literally have no clue how. I think we uh, an hour and two minutes exactly. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> gnarly that went by fast yeah it did it definitely did yeah well um okay well if you're fine with sending it off for that one uh i mean there's definitely more information that we totally could share but <laughs> yeah that's actually funny because we were we were planning on smoking our pipes together and, and just yeah. hanging out more for filler but uh, not necessarily filler but that fellowship and yeah, we yep. just kind of blew right through our time, which is very good. <laughs> so that's what puts us on the right track for doing this weekly. Yep. Well, at least we know we won't have to worry about it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah we appreciate everyone who uh, who's joined in. Um, yep. You know, this is this is we're just striving to put out. Yep. Put out a community of Christian men striving after God's calling for us. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so we appreciate everyone bearing with us and hope hope everyone enjoys it and uh, gets something good out of it. Thank you guys for joining this podcast.